Hello there friend, how are you doing today? Welcome to today's episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. My name is Samuel and I'll be your host for today. It's really great to have you around once again and we are blessed to have you in this community. I trust that your study of the Bible has been going great and you've been following in the daily readings as we go along in our journey of finishing the Bible in one year. Your life transformation will be our utmost joy and pleasure even as we go along in this journey. And I pray that that will be my lot and your lot in Jesus' name. Today we'll be considering a very interesting topic as we progress in our study of the Bible. We're currently in the book of Judges and we want to consider a few lessons from the book of Judges. The book of Judges is the book after the book of Joshua in the Bible, where God raised different judges for Israel in order to save them from their enemies, save them from their foes, and to make them established in the promised land that God had promised to them. And this book came about just after the book of Joshua and after the life of Joshua, who was once a protege of Moses, but was the one who led the Israelites into the promised land. I hope that this episode blesses you. I want you to give it your utmost concentration, sit back, relax, find a good space to listen to this, and let's dive right into it. But before we go on, let's say a short word of prayer to welcome the Holy Spirit into our midst. We thank you Holy Spirit because you are the spirit of light and truth. We pray that your word will bring light and understanding to us. We pray that your word will dispel every darkness in and around us. We pray that your word will give us clarity and we pray oh god that you help us to be doers of this word help us to apply the word to our lives and let our lives be transformed for this thank you father in jesus name amen like i said earlier we are currently in the book of judges in our study of the bible And we want to dive into this book a bit to consider lessons that we can apply to our lives from this book of the Bible and from this season in the Israelites' journey. A brief introduction to the book of Judges will be that the book of Judges is a book that signifies a period of many highs and a period of many lows in the journey of the Israelites. It was just after the life of Joshua, the protege and the servant of Moses who led the Israelites into the promised land and God used Joshua to give the Israelites many victories in the promised land but the book of Joshua ended with the nation of Israel taking a stand for God ready to experience all the blessings of the promised land and after settling in Canaan however the Israelites lost their spiritual commitment and motivation. When Joshua and the elders of Israel died, the nation experienced a leadership vacuum, leaving them without a strong central government. And instead of enjoying freedom and prosperity in the promised land, Israel entered the dark ages of our history. And this began a rapid decline in the journey of Israel and this led to God having to raise judges for them from time to time 
to deliver Israel from the hands of their enemies and to help them to continue to stay established in the promised land that God had given to them. Our key verse for this episode will be taken from Judges chapter 1 from verse 1 to 2. Judges chapter 1 from verse 1 to 2. I'll read that to you from here. After the death of Joshua, the Israelites asked the Lord, Who of us is to go up first to fight against the Canaanites? Verse 2 The Lord answered, Judah shall go up. I have given the land into their hands. I'll read it again. After the death of Joshua, the Israelites asked the Lord, Who of us is to go up first to fight against the Canaanites? Verse 2 The Lord answered, Judah shall go up. I have given the land into their hands. These verses signify the first part of the book of Judges, in which the children of Israel began to ask the Lord, who was to lead the Israelites? Who was to go up to fight for them against the Canaanites? And God giving them a response. And how does this have to do with our discussion for today? Well, I'll tell you. And here's the first lesson that we can learn from the book of Judges. Every season is a preparation for the next phase. Our actions and inactions in each season of our life will determine how the next phases of our life will go. Every choice we make in every moment of our lives will form a foundation and a bedrock for the next phase of our lives. The things we enjoy today or the things we suffer today are only a consequence and reaction to our choices which we made yesterday. The book of Judges started on a note of confusion. The Israelites didn't even know who was going to lead them. The Israelites didn't have an idea of who God was going to use to move them forward in their journey. However, the book of Joshua didn't start that way. The book of Joshua started on an organized note. Every Israelite knew who was going to lead them and that was Joshua. And that's because in the book of Deuteronomy, just stay with me, I hope this doesn't get confusing. In the ending chapters of the book of Deuteronomy, Moses himself knew who was to succeed him. And he told the Israelites, this is the person that is going to succeed me and lead you into the promised land. And that person was Joshua. Joshua himself knew before Moses died. And after the death of Moses, Joshua stepped up from Joshua chapter 1 and began to take that role of leading the Israelites. And that's how Joshua became the next leader of Israel. But after the death of Joshua, things didn't go that way. Joshua didn't hand over to anyone in the nation of Israel. He didn't find any single person to step up into his role to lead the Israelites against their enemies and to establish them in the land that God had put them in. And so after the death of Joshua in the book of Judges, there was some form of confusion amidst the Israelites. They were asking, who is to go up for us and fight against the Israelites? We don't even know. And you might not really understand the gravity of this, but think of it as a nation. A nation under a democratic rule, or under a monarchy, or under any kind of leadership. 
and at the end of the tenure of a serving president or a serving leader or a serving king or a serving queen at the end of their tenure whether by death or whether by handover or successful finish of their tenure then everybody in the nation is currently asking so who's going to lead us now who's going to be our next president there is currently no president but everybody still does not know who the next president is and we're all asking so who's going to be our next president who's going to be our next king who's going to be our next queen who's going to be our next monarch think of it as that that was exactly what the Israelites were going through and what can we learn from this God raises a champion to raise other champions whatever face of life that God has put you in and empowered you for he puts you there not just because of yourself and because of the people around you he puts you there also for the next generation in everything you do in God you must have some level of foresight you must have some level of preparation for the future don't just live for yourself and for the moment don't just live because some you feel you're so powerful you're so great and God has given you a lot of power to exhibit in your time and season and when you leave everything you do becomes a waste God did so many things by the hand of Joshua but one by one those things began to suffer in the hands of the enemies of Israel those things began to crumble those legacies began to fade away why there was really no one to keep and to uphold that legacy that God used Joshua to create in the space that God has put you whether as a leader in government in business in the church in the ministry in your family are you just soaking in how great you are and how powerful you are and how that God is using you so much and you're not passing on the torch to anyone is God using you to raise other people do you have some form of foresight for the future are you like Moses who raised a successor that will keep his legacy in Israel or like Joshua who was just soaking in all of his victories and feeling how great he was to the point that he died and he left and there was no one to continue in that trajectory everywhere you are God has put you there because of other people God has put you there because of the future God has put you there because of the next generation your success is not yet complete until you raise an effective successor someone who will stand in your shoes later on to carry on everything that god is doing by you the bible encourages us to let our light so shine before men so that they will see our good works and glorify our father in heaven what does this mean when light shines it spreads when light shines it affects territories where darkness is and it continues to invade and invade and invade god doesn't want a territory of just one champion god doesn't want a territory of just one leader he wants a territory of leaders he wants a territory of champions and it will amaze you that although god is king and is the king of kings but in raising men and in raising people god also raised people as kings and in the new testament god made every one of his children kings and priests so it means that god is a god who will rule over subjects who are not just ordinary subjects but subjects who are kings and this should apply to you 
everyone around you should feel the impact of the power and the life of God in you. You are not yet as powerful as you claim if people around you are not rising to become who God has ordained them to become. Every season you are in is a preparation for the next phase. Don't get carried away. Don't be swept away by the moment and what God is using you to do. And everything you are going through now that you forget to be an instrument in the hands of God for the next phase of his move, for the next phase that God wants to do. So that will be our first lesson from the book of Judges. And I hope it blesses you. I pray God uses you, not just to be a champion for this generation, but a person who will lay the foundation for the move of God in the next generation, wherever God has set your feet to operate from. Our next lesson, moving on, will be that of highs and lows. If you like, you can call them the journey of highs and the journey of lows. Our journey in God, especially spiritually, can be classified into moments of highs and moments of lows. There are times when we feel so high, we feel like we're on the mountain top. We feel so great. We know that our walk with God is going absolutely great. And we are happy with ourselves and the progress we are making in God. There are other times that we get into the lows where we don't even feel like God's presence is around us at all. There are times when the shackles of sin sometimes overshadows us and we feel like we are not even worthy to be called children of God. This happens to quite a lot of believers and it also happened to the children of Israel. Their journey in the book of Judges was a journey of highs and lows. They will call upon the Lord in the time of iniquity when they have sinned and their enemies are ruling over them when they can't fight any battle successfully and win and they know that things are turning against them when the economy of the nation is going downward and things are not going for them the way they know that they should go then they will turn to the lord and cry to him and from that low place god will raise a judge for them a deliverer who will bring them from the low to the high and then the israelites will begin to enjoy the highs again following after god serving him and having consecutive victories over their enemies and this will span for a period of time again and then they will go into a period of lows. There was something particularly that the book of Judges showed us about the period of the highs and the lows and what made the difference between those periods and this can be found in a few verses in the book of Judges. If you read Judges chapter 4 and verse 1 Judges chapter 6 and verse 1, Judges chapter 10 and verse 6, you will find one common thing and other verses in the book of Judges. You will find one common thing in all of these verses and one common phrase. And what is that phrase? Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. You will find this across several verses in the book of Judges. And once you find these statements, it was the beginning of another low season where they will suffer in the hands of their enemies 
and where things won't go for them the way it should. And after this, you will find that the Israelites will cry unto God and then God will raise a judge for them and bring them into another high. One lesson to learn from this is that our intentionality with God tells the difference between our spiritual eyes and the spiritual lows. Every time the Israelites turned to God, every time the Israelites found some way to leave their sins, to focus on God, God would raise a judge for them and bring them into the eyes. But it was all their choice to be coming from low to high and from high to low. Why? Because every time God delivered them, they would do evil in the eyes of the Lord. And this will again begin another low season where God won't be able to fight for them as he should because of the consequences of the choices that the Israelites were making. Imagine this. We have many mountains in the world. But which side of the mountain we are on is determined by intentionality. And how do I mean? You can be on the high side of the mountain if you wish. And you can also be on the bottom side of the mountain if you wish. It all depends on whether you are willing to climb the mountain. If you are willing to climb the mountain, then you will ultimately be on the high side of the mountain. Far away from the things that happen on the ground level. And if you are not willing to climb that mountain, then also, you will be on the bottom side of the mountain exposed to the things that happen on the ground level. This can be applied to your spiritual life and your work with God. It takes intentionality to climb a mountain, but it takes little or less to come down from a height or to remain on the ground level. Sometimes it takes little or no effort to remain on the ground level and not climb a mountain. If you want to remain on the spiritual mountain, if you want to remain on spiritual heights where you can see God, where you can touch God, where great things are accessible to you, where you can live a life that is above all the tactics of the enemy, where you are above sin, where you are above depression, where you are above the shackles that hold men in our current world, you really need to be intentional in your journey with God. Don't be like that the Israelites who turned to God at one moment and the next moment they were already doing evil in the eyes of the Lord. Don't be like the Israelites who refused to give their journey with God any form of intentionality. You really should be intentional in your work with God. You really should devote yourself to God once and for all. Stop playing games with God. Be that one person that will stand in this generation to say, I will take my journey with God seriously. I refuse to be moving from spiritual low to high and from high to low. I choose to climb that mountain consistently. I choose never to look back. I know many times you feel like you are in a spiritual low, but you can do something about it. Even if you are in a spiritual low, make that decision today to rise up from that low. Turn to God and begin to climb that mountain that is ahead of you. Climb it to a spiritual height where you are free from all the things that betide you now. 
where you are free from all the things that hold you down now and watch how laughable all the tactics of the enemy are from the mountain of the Lord the difference between what side of the mountain you are is just your intentionality are you willing to climb I pray that God takes you to a spiritual height in him today and height that you will never come down from a place of intentionality in God where it will be only forward ever and never backward I pray you rise in the spirit and continue to rise every day of your life in Jesus name Amen the third and final lesson that we'll be considering from the book of Judges in this episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast is found from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7 and I'll read that to you from here but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us I'll read that again but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us the jars of clay referred to in this verse are people men you and I that are walking all over the face of the earth we are the jars of clay that God puts treasures in all kinds of treasures and he put it in us in different forms and dimensions to show us that we are not all that there is to the earth we are not all that there is to the universe we are not all that there is to the world of greatness and the supernatural but that there is a god who has an all-surpassing power who is the greatest of the greatest and who does as he pleases who puts treasures in men so that we can all look up to him and glorify his name and show forth his glory and power everywhere we go god puts his treasures in men god puts his treasures in men do you know that god's response to the troubles of men are other men like them when people are in trouble and god desires to deliver them he sends them a man and you will find that all over the book of judges every time the israelites cried to the lord in a place of bondage in a place of danger every time that they were in subjection to their enemies and they needed someone to rise for them god didn't come down from heaven he always sent to them another man like them who will fight for them and deliver them from their enemies these people were 12 different people all across the book of churches who god used at different points to serve the Israelites and to deliver them from their enemies. The book of Judges had 11 men and one woman, one exceptional, extraordinary woman who God used to deliver the Israelites in times of trouble. That woman was Deborah. And the other men were people like Samson, Gideon, Jephthah, Othniel, who God used to deliver the Israelites. 
how does this apply to us god's response to the troubles that are going on in our society are other men like us and before we even get to other men let's even start with you and i every time the israelites were always not getting god's point that he didn't want them to be waiting for a deliverer all the time he wanted every israelite to rise to the occasion and become a champion for god in their generation but they didn't get that point they were always waiting for a deliverer to come and this waiting for a deliverer syndrome affected them even up to the point of the new testament when the israelites were under subjection to the romans and were waiting for the messiah to come they were waiting always waiting there was no one amidst the vast population of the israelites who could rise and say enough of this do you know that the moment you rise god rises too you can be that solution to the problem in your generation you can be that solution that you are waiting for if only you will rise everyone that god used to throw out the book of judges were ordinary people like you and i deborah was a woman and for the average israelites if they were to make a choice they wouldn't have chosen a woman to be the leader of israel at that moment but god went past the culture and the dictates of the society as at that time he picked a woman who people might have classed as ordinary at that time and used that greatly to deliver the israelites if god could do that why can't he do it with you gideon called himself the weakest of the weakest when the angel of the lord appeared to him in judges chapter 6 to tell him that he was going to be the next deliverer of israel from verse 15 he was asking how can i save israel my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and i am the least in my family he didn't see how god could use somebody like him to deliver israel but he didn't know that it was the deliverer that israel was waiting for for somebody like jephthah he was the son of a prostitute someone that people didn't want to reckon with at all god went past all of those stigmas and god picked him out to use him amidst the israelites god dealt with several people like that in the book of judges but they were only people who were willing to stake everything and put every other thing on the line to risk their lives to step out from the usual to think outside the box to go a step further in their dealings with god and to stand for god in their generation i'm here to tell you today you can also be that person like i said earlier god doesn't want a world of one champion he wants a world of many champions don't put yourself to the back don't ask yourself can it be me don't tell yourself that you are the weakest of the weakest for somebody like gideon who called himself the weakest in his family the response of the angel of the lord was to him to tell him to go in the might that god has given him even though god had given him some form of might that was inherent in him the situations that were around him did not allow him to see that power that god had put in him are you also like this are you waiting for a deliverer to come to your family are you waiting for a deliverer to come to your generation are you lamenting about the problems that are all around you 
and you are refusing to see the light that God has put in you to be the solution to that problem. Here am I telling you today and telling myself, we are the ones that the world is waiting for. We are that light that we think is going to come from heaven. We are that solution that we are praying for. All you have ever prayed for is in you. God puts his treasures in men. One of God's responses to the problems that you face currently is you yourself. One of God's solutions to the problems that you face is you yourself. You might be calling yourself that problem, but God calls you that solution. Which do you choose to be? You are that solution your world waits for. And so this will be it on this episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. As we move further into the book of Judges, I want you to always keep this in your mind, that the people God used as judges in Israel were no special people made from heaven just to be a judge. They were ordinary people like you and I, who took the bull by the horn to say, I will arise and be that light my world is waiting for. I pray that God will make you and I to see the treasures that he has put in us. He will help us to stop waiting for people to come stand for us, for people to come deliver us. He will help us to stop this waiting for a deliverer syndrome just like the people of Israel. But that will be that light in our families, that light in our offices, that light in our communities, that light in our cities, that light in our schools, that light everywhere we go. And we will not put the investment of God to a waste in our lives. The treasures of God in us will find expression. We will be that solution for our generation. Amen, amen, and amen. I trust that you have been blessed by this episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. If you have been blessed, do share it with your friends and family. Follow us from wherever platform you are listening to us from. Subscribe to this podcast so that you can be alerted whenever we release a new episode of the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast. As we move forward in our study of the Bible, we will dive further into the book of Judges. And as God helps us, we will consider the lives of a few of the judges to see what we can glean from their lives also. If you are lagging behind in your study, please don't give up. Continue to do everything you can to study your Bible. Until I come your way on the next episode on the Unveiling the Scriptures podcast, Here am I saying to you, don't stop studying your Bible. God bless you. Amen.